Why? Because all the promises of God, 2 Corinthians, you don't have to go there yet, uh, One twenty. Say, all for all the promise of God in him are yea and amen to the glory of God. So that means that all the promise of God has already been established in the supernatural world. It's already there. Yea and amen. I keep telling them, God is not a normal God. What kind of God would tell somebody to go fishing to pay their tax? That's not normal. You would tell them, get a job, go work. But God said, go fishing. So all the promises of God, the Bible said there are <laughs> all our blessings uh, in heavenly places. That's in your Bible, Ephesians 1 and 3, said, blessed be the God of our Lord and Father Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessing in what? Heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Well, I don't... The Bible declares in Ephesians 2 that, that when we were yet dead in sin, God died for us. And then it said that by grace you are saved and God raised us up together and made us set with him what? In what kind of places? Now, that is not normal, right? That's supernatural. And I believe that God know that we can go there. Why would he confuse us? We're not. He said, I have dealt to you enough faith. You have the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You have the Spirit of God dwelling in us because you know your body is the temple of the Spirit of God. And he said you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You have everything that we need to go into the supernatural and believe God for things that seem impossible. Every child of God that's in here tonight that's born of God, we have been well equipped to believe God for every promises in this Bible. Why would he put promises in the Bible and said they are yea and amen and we could not position ourselves to receive them? They're not for heaven. They're for earth. Heaven don't need a promise. We need the promise to be manifested. And God set up the system. Give us the instruction, what we need to do and how we need to act. And not only that, God always said, I'm telling you what it said to me to turn me on. He said, thank me. Give me some thanks. He, simple, he said, follow the instruction. And you shall receive everything that I promise you. Just follow my ins instruction. Thanks, give me some thanks. He said, um, for what God has done in Christ Jesus will not, because by faith we know what God has done for us in Christ Jesus will not, shall not, return unto him what? Void. All God's power, God's power to fulfill his word have already been invested in the word of God. That's why he would say, my words and my promises, they go forth for my, my, I'm talking about myself, God said. I'm basing this on my power, not your power. I'm basing this on my ability because I stand behind my word and I confirm my words, he said, with signs following my word. That's why he boldly said to us, why would you tell us that? I want to keep you encouraged to trust my word. 
to speak my word. So I'm telling you so many things about myself. For you can look at me at the great God, the mighty, awesome God, the God that could do anything. God exhort himself so that you and I can read about him so that we will know with God, all things are possible. With God, there's no failure in my life. Why? God said so many wonderful, awesome things about him. He said before the day was, I was already here. I, I, I am day, I am not. I created day and then night came into existence. He said before the time was, I am time. Before that was beginning of anything, I was already here. The Bible said, in the beginning, God was God. Before anything ever exists, he said, I was already here. Why would he tell us that? I just want you to know who I am and my character so that you can trust me. That's why we say, how great is our God? He's greater than anything. God is not, God is not bragging on himself. He wanted to encourage us to trust him. He wanted us to see that it's absolutely nothing that God cannot do. <laughs> Amen. Isaiah 55, 11, we're not going to go to that. We're going to keep on past that because we constantly said that, you know, what God said. So, you know, you can repeat it, but when it's time to stand on it, it's a different story. So I believe that God have the church. I'm not talking about this church, but the body of Christ. In a position now, we have no choice but to stand. That's it. We are against Pharaoh's army and the Red Sea. Honest to goodness, God has said, we are in between. Now is the time where you're going to go and are you going to stand? Or are you going to look at the problem and faint? Why? God said, God led us this way because he's been teaching us, telling us who he is, the power we possess. We know a lot of word. We, we have all the equipment that we need, and now it's time for the equipment to be used. <laughs> it's war time. You know, and the army just gathered up all this equipment, and when war come, the army just said, well, we have the equipment, but we, we, we decided not to shoot back or anything. No, that's the purpose. That's the purpose for you coming to church, coming to Sunday school. That's the purpose for you knowing the word, reading the word. Why do you read it? Why are you reading it for? Are you reading it to, to prepare yourself for a wall? Are you just reading the word just to know a lot of word? No. God said, I have the church in between defeat and victory. You have no choice. Defeat is closing in on you. Victory is ahead of you. Now, if God be God, I see I'm trying to hold my own self down. We're in a position now, brother. If God be God, then let him be God. We're in a position where God would say, choose ye this day direction that you're going to take. Are you going to trust me or are you going to doubt me? You're back up against the wall. 
It's time to stand. We know a lot about God. Now God said, Let's, let me test you in what I know so you can get to really know me. So the test is on. You can bellyache, you can cry, you can mourn, you can do everything. God said, uh-uh, you have the word to come out. You just stand still. It's time to see the salvation of the Lord. See, he said, having done all, you have done all. You done cried, you done moaned, you done prayed, you done bell. Oh, I don't know about you, I have done everything. I don't have nothing of choice left now but to stand. I may well try standing. Because said, we stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. God want to show us his salvation. God want to show us all the wonderful things that he accomplished for us in Christ Jesus. God say, in the last days, I raised you up in heavenly places. So I will show you, that's in Ephesians, show you, display all what I've done for you before I come. I want you to get to know that I really came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I want to show you this. I don't want you to check out on earth and I come back and capture you up and you never, never experience walking in abundant life. 